From the poorhouse to the palace, Bethel Baptist Church is pleased to bring you this uplifting program hosted by Dr. Doug Castle. Please stay with us and open your heart as Dr. Castle opens God's Word. Greetings to you, beloved. Thank you for joining us here today at From the Poor House to the Palace. Here's Pastor Castle once again, and, and uh, I understand the last couple days I've gone a little bit quick and given you a lot of information, uh, but I hope you'll get something out of the broadcast, and I hope there'll be a help to you. In Zechariah chapter 12, verses 1 through 3, the last two days, we saw Messiah's uh, in that day, the phrase, the key phrase to these chapters, in that day, of Messiah's strength declared and how God is going to intervene on behalf of Israel in her final wars and uh, and give you an idea of those three wars and their destruction and who's involved and just a brief synopsis. But uh, now we're going to come to verse four today. In that day, saith the Lord, I will smite every horse with astonishment and his rider with madness. And I will open my eyes upon the house of Judah and will smite every horse of the people with blindness. And the governors of Judah shall say in their heart, the inhabitants of Jerusalem shall be my strength and the Lord of hosts their God. Now, this is in that day of Messiah's smiting in destruction. Not of his strength declared, but of his smiting destruction. Why will these horses be smitten? Horses will be used both at what is most likely the mid-trib battle of, uh, of Ezekiel 38, verses 4 and 15 and 39, verse 20, and at the battle of Armageddon. We know this because Revelation 14, 20 tells us that the blood from this day of battle will run as deep as a horse's bridle south out of the valley of Megiddo into Egypt over 180 miles away. He is referring the smiting destruction here. The horse is prepared against the day of battle, but safety is of the Lord, the Bible tells us in the book of Proverbs. And all these horsemen that gather together it's referring to the depth of the destruction, the smiting destruction of God, the depth of the carnage by what will be present to be measured by. Revelation reminds us that birds of prey will come to feast on the literal flesh of horses, not on tanks, not on planes, but on literal horses. By the way, just for a nickel's worth for nothing, I read that I believe it was one out of four. Years ago, I found this. I've looked for it, and I haven't been able to find it again, the source where I got it. But I remember at the time that one out of every four horses, twenty over 20% of all the horses in the world are in the land of Russia, who has a league with China. Mid-trib and final trib battles there. Now listen to Revelation chapter 19, verses 17 and 18. Uh, John the Revelator tells us, I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying, To all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, come and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God, that ye may eat the flesh of kings, and the flesh of captains, and the flesh of mighty men, and the flesh of horses, and of them that sit on them, and the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. Now look. Uh, horse, uh, scavenger birds do not eat tanks and planes and trains and automobiles. They eat flesh. Uh, it's hard for us in our day of technology to realize that the cataclysmic destruction of the tribulation is going to be so great that we will be reduced to primitive warfare before, our, uh, before all the technology uh, explosion that we have experienced in our generation. It's hard for us to imagine life on horseback, but only a hundred years ago, that was the only life there was, and it's going to be that way again. Remember, the Bible is always, prophecy is always literal first, and where it is figurative, it will, it will, 
uh, it will reveal itself and clarify itself in the Bible. Now, you see, you got to remember everything the world's been through for seven years. They've been through very pure. They have been through the very pure and furious wrath of Almighty God. The wrath of God like has never been seen in the world. And do you remember the ten plagues of Egypt and the drowning of the Egyptian army in the Red Sea? Do you remember that? The world has not seen the wrath of God poured out like it has in this day. The world has experienced burning mountains, hail that weighs 75 to 100 pounds apiece, and, and many other destructions from God. Everything is destroyed. There are no tanks or personal carriers left. There are no fighter planes nor cargo planes. We know that a remnant from Russia will be there. China will be the headliner nation for the Battle of Armageddon. China today has the largest cavalry in the world, though they don't want you to know it. The current estimation of horse population in the worldwide is about 58 million. Russia has over 1.3 million horses. China has 7.4 million horses. That is the most current statistics I have found, though I have read that one out of four, uh, five horses in the world is in Russia. Now, I don't know. I, I read that at one point, and you know how that goes. So I want to be clear. This is what I know today. The United States has the largest population of horses with over 9 million. A little frightening, isn't it, beloved? Five other likely nations of Armageddon, Mongolia, Mexico, Brazil, Kazakhstan, and Ethiopia combined for a horse population of 17.2 million. Nearly one-third of all the horses in the world today are already within the borders of Armageddon nations. They will not need the entire population of the horses, just enough for them. All right? Now look. The Lord Jesus and the armies of heaven, the holy angels and the holy bride, those are the armies, return to this earth on white horses. And when the sword of the Spirit proceeds from the mouth of Jesus, the horse will be astonished and afraid. Why? He's going to strike those horses with blindness. Battle horses are known for their bravery in the face of oncoming danger. But let me tell you, panic comes on those who are smitten with blindness, even the horse. Can you imagine the chaos? That's, that's exactly, I, I wrote, I'm ready to give this verses out of the Bible. I'm telling you what's going to happen. Jesus is telling you, Zechariah is telling you what's going to happen. These brave battle horses are going to be struck with blindness and then there's going to be chaos when hundreds of thousands of horses are struck with fear because of blindness. The rider will be struck with madness and those soldiers will be scared out of their wits, the bravest men on this earth. Men that have enough bravery to assemble themselves to a place of battle against the God, come, God of gods coming out of heaven with his armies of heaven. And now they're on a blind runaway horse in the middle of hundred thousands of blind runaway horses. They're caught in a stampede like this world has never seen and are soon to die. And on top of that, they look up to the heaven and they see God's son coming to kill them and destroy them. Every eye shall behold him and they shall look on him whom they have pierced. Revelation 1 tells us. Psalm 27, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. His name, Revelation 19, 13 tells us, is the word of God. Proverbs 21, 31, I already quoted that verse to you today. The horse is prepared against the day of battle, but safety is of the Lord. The governors of Jerusalem who have been under the persecution and power of the Antichrist and the image of the beast are going to say in their hearts that their strength is in the inhabitants of the city of Jerusalem. Now let me ask you something. If the armies of the world were no match against Jesus, what make these, things, these guys think that the ordinary satanic citizens, because the Jews have been driven out of Israel to Petra at this time, what makes them think that satanic citizens of this city are going to be able to help them? 
I don't know, but the world has been proven to be full of idiots in that day of Messiah's destruction. In that day of Messiah's smiting destruction. My time is gone. You join us tomorrow. We're going to look at that day of Messiah's sheaves devouring in verses 6 and 7. My time is gone. You join us tomorrow. Until then, may the Lord bless you. You've been enjoying the program from the poorhouse to the palace. Find Pastor Castle's Bible commentaries and other resources when you visit the website bbclinton.com. Archived broadcasts of this radio program are available at wytjradio.com. Listen to the latest broadcast wherever you are or catch up on what you missed whenever you want by subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Just search From the Poor House to the Palace. From the poor